and welcome to Luke's podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm surrounded by cats. But I am not a cat. I'm a cats fan. Go cats. That's what you guys should do every game. Whenever you guys get a point, uh, the entire stadium should go. So in basketball, when we score like 80 points, that's going to happen 40 times, essentially. Yeah. Well, at most 40, at least some other number because there are. No, it could be more because of free throws. Oh, I forgot about free throws. But there are three pointers. Yeah. So it could be less. It's it's it could be around forty. The way UK plays is typically we we're more of a drive to the basket than kick it out for the three. True. So we're probably gonna draw more fouls than we are shoot three pointers. So what if what if every three pointer you hit? Okay, that would be definitely going to happen as frequently, but that would be that would be good. Do you think players would stop hitting three pointers? Yeah. Did you know? Uh, up until when was this? I think two years ago. It was the it was the team with Kevin Knox and Shea Gilgis Alexander. Um, we held the longest active streak of games with a made three pointer. So like that was a real. It was a very long streak. The longest streak of games where somebody shot a three pointer and got it. Mm-hmm. So at least one. Yes. Exactly. Oh, which you would think that that doesn't sound like very impressive, but I mean, but, like but here's the well, sure. It, if you just hear that, it doesn't sound impressive. I mean, it's not the most impressive stat in all sports. I'm not trying to make like we uh we had the, the longest streak of having all of our players healthy. That's a thing too, I guess. Uh, but it it's interesting because you would think everybody hits at least one three every game, right? Kind of. Because, I mean, you score so least, many points. At least the starters do. Right. No, right. but I don't mean, like, every player. I mean, you would think... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah You would yeah. think every team hits at least one three-pointer as a team. Again. Right. And generally, that's true. But apparently, you know, it happens enough that some people just go on crazy long streaks that are... And I think... We, so, that was two seasons ago that that stopped. Mm-hmm. Two or three. So... Uh, since then, I think UNLV has it now because they were behind us for a long time. But it was a crazy long streak. Are they still going with it? UNLV? Yeah. I'm not sure. I kind of didn't care about the streak anymore after we lost it, to be I honest. Always, I always forget that Las Vegas is like a basketball college. That confuses me every single time. Because like, I usually hear them whenever bowl season comes around. And then I asked my dad, oh, what are you watching? And he's like, oh, it's uh, Minnesota versus uh, UNLV in the, um, I don't know, like the, the, not the Dollar General Bowl. That's an amazing bowl game. I'm trying to think of an even more ridiculous one. The Bad Boy Mowers, whatever bowl. Is that, that a is. bowl? I think they just changed it. <sighs> I remember the, t- I like the Tax Slayer one. We were at Tax Slayer a few years back. Uh, there's the Music City one, but that one like sounds cool. It makes sense. Because it's, yeah. it's Nashville. What's the Shreveport one? Shreveport's got a funky name, I think. I can't remember. Does it have to do with Gators? Or is that the um, is that the one in Florida? You might be thinking of the Gator Bowl. I mean, there is the Gator Bowl. Yeah, but, but is that different? There's one that's sponsored by somebody that is the, like, like the logo is an alligator, and the logo of the sponsor isn't an alligator. I can't remember. I'm not sure. I just always, you always remember the big ones, like, 
it's not it's not the Tostitos Festival. It's a PlayStation Festival now, isn't it? Yeah, it used to be Tostitos, I believe. That made more sense. But now PlayStation, PlayStation Fiesta. Fiesta. It's like, uh, did like Sony relocate to Mexico? Yeah, you can have a Hispanic party anywhere. <laughs> okay. There's that. There's a festival. There's the Capital One. Uh, what is the bowl actually called? I don't know what Capital One's called. There's a but there's a Capital One bowl. Sure. And then there's. Who who sponsors the Rose Bowl? I think it's isn't it just the Rose Bowl? I mean it's just the Rose Bowl, but they have a sponsor. They have a sponsor of that? Yeah, and then the Orange is the Orange Bowl who's the Orange Bowl sponsor, Brian? Syracuse, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Cuties, Halos. Uh Tropicana. Yeah, Tropicana. Minute Maid. Um what are some other orange juice brands? That's I know there's Florida's best. Kroger. <laughs> The Kroger Orange Bowl. Dole. The Dole Orange Bowl. Yeah. What about the Banana Bowl? Why there that? Why, why the, Chiqui- banana bowl? the Chiquita Banana Bowl. Mm. Uh, I'm a more Dole Banana kind of You're guy. You're a Dole guy? Yeah, I'm a Dole guy. Dole, you get Dole at Walmart, right? Yeah, you get those at Walmart. So Chiquita, you get at Kroger. You get yeah. Fife's at uh, um, Aldi. I guess it's called Fife's. I don't know. Maybe Fife's. I don't know. I So I learned that one... That Aldi and Trader Joe's are owned by the same company. They're owned by the larger Aldi in Germany. And I think it's Aldi Nerd that is uh, Trader Joe's. And Aldi Suit is Aldi here. Okay. So what it makes me think is that anything that I can buy at Trader Joe's, I can maybe buy at Aldi. Maybe. I'm just like, it, it bothers me a little bit. Because it, it just like took away the mystique of Trader Joe's. I will know. I think Trader Joe's has a lot more like, hey, we made this to be really good, and this is our own brand thing. True. Whereas Aldi, they have some stuff that they make themselves, but it's like their goal is to be just stupid cheap. Yeah, yeah. I here we I, go. I got them some cat food the other day. And by the other Your day, cats. I mean yesterday. I got our cats the cat food. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about some like children or like. My wife. No. I'm talking about our cats. Yes, I'm with you. I got our cat's cat food the other day. And like, when you buy premium cat food, it's like, what, like $2 per can? I have no clue. That was 37 cents. What the heck? Aldi, are you losing money? No. That's confusing to me. They have limited hours, so that cuts down on operation fees, you know, for electricity and paying your employees and things. They have a smaller store, which, you know, that alone would would be a lesser cost, you know, because of real estate and whatnot. Yes. Um, and of course, they, uh, you know, wait, I had another thought, but I don't know what it went. It's uh, they don't carry name brands. Mostly. They have, they have, there's like some stuff. There's like six things every single time. And two of them are Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Frosted Flakes. Really? Yeah. It's always there. They have like one aisle. That's all the name brand stuff. That's not toiletries, at least. The Aldi's Fines. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have like Pantene and Old Spice. Mm-hmm, Old Spice and stuff like that. that. Yep. I love so, Aldi, though. Aldi's great. Big fan. I, I would like to shop at Aldi more, but I think for what the money you spend at Kroger that you get back in gas... Like savings, mm-hmm. 
I think it's a little more worth it to shop at Kroger. Here's what you do. What? You use the Kroger Rewards card that the rest of your family uses. Uh-huh. And you, you just use that for gas and you go shop at Aldi. So you make them rack up all the points. But you reap all the rewards. <laughs> so with Instacart, I learned that um, on some of them, there's a certain code that you get that means that that person doesn't have a Kroger card. So I put my Kroger card in there. Smart. And then I get their points. So I do that a lot. I do it whenever I have to buy stuff for church uh, at Kroger. Yeah. I I, I mean, I use the church's card, but I'm like, we don't have a savings account, so, or rewards. I would do that for Kroger. And then um, (laughs) there was one time we got a a Chick fil A catering order for, I can't remember if it was church or something else, but um, (laughs) I used my Chick fil A one. Uh, app and got rewards and I had like <laughs> like seven thousand points. Yep. And I was like, it's chicken sandwiches for a week for me. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. I had a similar experience at Steel City Pops. We took the whole student ministry there, mm-hmm. maybe two or three years ago, and I was gonna pay for it with my card, um, like my church card, not my own personal pocket. Yeah. And I was the last one to order, and so I get to the end, and she's like. Do you have a Steel City Pops points thing or whatever? I was like, no. And she was like, do you want one? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, I mean, there's 52 popsicles on here. You're going to get a lot of points. And I was like, I mean, sure, why not? So I have a bunch of points at Steel City Pops. Uh, but you I have back? no, I haven't been back. You need since. to go back. I'm, I'm just like, I'm not going to just go by myself, like go buy a popsicle. You don't do that? Not a popsicle. I'll do that with like ice cream or something. They have ice cream popsicles. Yeah, I don't know. But it's so much fun. But it's so much money. But you have all these points. That's true. I wonder how many popsicles I can get. If it's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's look that up. So... It's it's, probably a free one every five or six, you think? Probably every five. Yeah. And the six one's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have 52... Let's just say 50. Make it even. 50... That's at least nine free. You have at least nine free. Popsicles. Maybe maybe I should just go buy nine popsicles and just you know freeze them for now. Just kind of eat them as I go, like once a month. <laughs> just like take your cooler, put them in the cooler, <laughs> then put them in your freezer, and just be like, be like, it's winter, but I have a key lime popsicle calling my name. That is, that's a good idea. I do genius. have a key lime pie popsicle. Is it good? I really like it. You know what flavor I like that sounds kind of funky, but it's good? What? Yeah, uh, lime cucumber. I've had that one. It's so refreshing. I, I was surprised that, that I actually liked it because I got it. I think I got it because of a points thing because mm-hmm. I was like with my friends and they were getting the normal ones. And I was like, you know what? This one's free. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got lime cucumber and I was like. You know, I wouldn't get this on any normal circumstance, but like if I was really feeling it that day, I'd definitely get this. It's good, man. Yeah. It tasted it tasted like like you're drinking one of those waters that somebody's thrown limes and cucumbers in. Mm-hmm. But like it felt like I was also in a spa at the same time. And it was sweeter as well. Yeah. It, it like nice. but it wasn't sugar. It was like I don't know. Life. Yeah. It was just love. It was just life. Happiness. Love. 
joy, you know, overcome patience, faithfulness, kindness, goodness, self-control, gentleness. Cats, stop fighting. (laughs) We're talking about the fruits of the spirit and you're beating each other up. Last night. They look really guilty now. <laughs> I think I think Roxy looks more guilty. <laughs> she bounces on pebbles. Um so <laughs> so back when they were at my parents' house. That was incredible timing, I'm sorry. <laughs> back when they were at my parents' house, um whenever we would feed them on the porch. Roxy would go try and get food and then Pebbles would like beat her on the head because she was a kitten. Yeah. And then now like uh, Pebbles, Pebbles is like small for a cat in the first place. And Roxy's like, like she's, she's, she's not, a monster. Yeah. She's not like an average. She's a little bigger than average. She's bigger than average, but not plump. No, she's not. She's not fat. She's not like a monster. No. But like now it seems like Roxy's effectively just trying to continually get her revenge on her mom for hating her. And so, like, is that her mom? Yeah, that's her mom. Okay, I didn't know that. Pebbles had three litters, I think. Um, wow. So they're pretty, uh, you know, there's a lot of tension in that family yeah. relationship. So she's from the last one. Roxy's from the last one. Also, for our listener, Roxy uh, is spelled R O C K S Y because I didn't know that. Pebbles and Rock. So it doesn't make sense because you would think that pebbles comes from rocks. Sure. But rocks came from the pebbles. Well, I was thinking pebbles was just like, you know, Bam Bam and Pebbles or Pebbles the That's why I hope the cereal. Okay. She named her Pebbles because she had a cat named Bam Bam. Oh. Fun fun little story here. Sure. Uh Hope may correct me later, but I'm pretty sure she's, I have it right. She's not gonna listen to this. No, she's what not. are you talking about? We, she doesn't listen to these. No. <laughs> this is this is a free space. Safe space. <laughs> Safe space. Safe space. <laughs> Just me and our moms. Me, you, and our moms. And all those people in Fort Wayne. Yeah. And uh, we probably didn't listen last week. The, our middle schoolers. Yep. And a few people from Slovakia. A couple rappers from uh, Louisville who are just trying to and get us to like them. Random people I have come across in life. I thought you were gonna say and Rand Paul. <laughs> yeah. No, Rand Paul is a listener. Huh. He that loves explains it. a lot. I exclusively targeted him. <laughs> I said, this block in this area of Kentucky, right there. Rand Paul. And then Rand Paul owned all advertisements, just us. It's crazy to think he's Chris Paul's dad. That's just nuts. Wait, isn't that Paul George? Wait, what? What? (laughs) Paul's his first name. He could go by his last name. He could, like... He's always easy, like, Yao Ming type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where his name's actually Ming Yao. Right. But it's, like... What? <laughs> but sports. So Hope has had I think like three or four cats before Pebbles. Mm-hmm. And every time uh Hope would go away to like her grandparents or to a friend's house or like some like function overnight or like for a couple nights. And then her parents sold her cats Aww. every single time. <laughs> and so like Pebbles, whenever she brought her home. Hope like told her mom to send her pictures the entire summer to make sure that she didn't get rid of the cat. That's a good idea. And obviously she is here. You made it, Pebbles. Good job. And now you look like you want to kill us. Pebbles always looks like she wants to kill anything. Yeah. She doesn't have a very like happy looking face for a no, cat. No, no. Does she just hiss? No. 
Oh, I thought she did. Oh, this is a box. She made a sound. Yeah. We're painting a word picture for you guys right now. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, not a good one. But, but it is one. You know, if you guys can hear Dr. Seuss and think about sneeches on beaches, then we can talk about cats in a box. Sneeches get beaches. <laughs> sneeches get steeches. All right. We have two topics that we want to go over today. Um... Which this, one are we going to do first? I'll announce that in just a second. Um, Probably. Yes. I, so this is going to be primarily off the cuff, which uh, I know is a shocker to many of our listeners. We're always regulars. prepared. Sometimes we're prepared. I would say most of the time when we want to do something specific, we're prepared. Yeah. But, but then there are those days where we just roll in and we're like, what do you want to talk about? And then we come up with two things and then we talk about them. Yeah. I did have this idea premeditated though. To be fair, but I, I didn't do any preparation. Wait, you had this premeditated? I thought about it over the weekend. Oh, okay. Wait, why'd you think about it? Why not? You gotta explain why you thought about it. Um, I think, I, okay, so let me say this. I think that I had read somewhere. Well, I know New York Times has posted a couple articles on UFOs here in the past couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, the, that footage came out. Yeah, because the Pentagon has been releasing stuff about UFOs recently. Yeah. This year. They've been like, we actually really don't know what this is. Yeah. But um I feel like some of those quotes are taken out of they're taken out of context. Well, you don't you don't say. <laughs> Who would have thought that in this 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 day and age? But also I know that they I've I've read cuz I briefly skimmed an article the New York Times put put out um, they even they they it said that the Pentagon says that they have found matter from UFOs, okay, or something along that those lines. So like, isn't correct me if I'm wrong, but technically, isn't all matter kind of the same matter? I mean, I know that like our matter is different because, especially because like we have all these like bombs that went off so like we have a different level of like radiation and stuff but like mm-hmm. isn't all matter technically the same matter unless it's antimatter or dark matter i guess i don't mean like matter matter i just mean like material oh okay yeah, 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 yeah. so my apologies for yeah this isn't a science podcast no 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 it is not so pebbles just like ran into the wall she also just like ran onto me yeah. Oh, quick story. I was walking last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot about this until this moment. I was taking a walk last night. I have my headphones in uh-huh. and I'm walking down. I'm on the sidewalk and I'm walking down a little bit of a hill. And then all of a sudden, without notice, this like 11 year old girl just like, I feel wind go by me. And she's like in the grass. And I thought it was just somebody running, but she was on rollerblades. In the grass, and I well, I think she just like couldn't stop, and I don't know if she said anything to me because I had my headphones in, and she just like rolls right past me into the grass and then jumps right back on the sidewalk. I don't think she said anything. She didn't look like she she didn't look at me ever afterwards, but she literally almost totally plowed into me on her rollerblades, and it was I, I it was so unexpected. I didn't do anything. I just like. I don't really get surprised, so I just kind of kept walking and was like, well, that was just strange, but... That was a ghost. So, which brings us to this topic. I think that was an alien. Boom! 
<laughs> can't prove it. You can't, nobody can prove aliens. Yeah. Because we don't have any evidence. Okay, so I don't really know how we want to approach this, but let me just ask you. What are your thoughts on aliens? Um. Okay, so the general consensus on the universe is that the universe is ever expanding and also not expanding at the same time because it's infinitely non-infinite. I, I think that's right. Where it's like, it expands, but then eventually it'll crunch. Um, so, like, if the universe is infinite and there's infinite possibilities because we don't know the possibilities, then there technically is a possibility for aliens. Do I think there is aliens? That kind of complicates the idea of creation. It does. Yeah. Because then it's like... And the, I mean, if you're a Christian, like, the whole story of God and the gospel, yeah. I think, I really think, complicates that. I think the best way to think of aliens is not as, like, intelligent life forms, but, like, as life that can exist sure other places because like it's proven that there are planets just like earth uh the only problem is is that it's whether or not you believe that uh protoplasmic matter can uh create like bonds within some type of goop and then create single cell life forms that eventually turn into multi-cell turn into uh larger Life forms that eventually become like large bacteria or algae or molds or different things that can become like animals. Okay, so let me break this down for the layman. Um, what you basically said is you don't think protoplasma travels to another Earth and creates berry bonds. Is that what you're saying? <sighs> no, there are berry bonds everywhere. <laughs> berry, we what we didn't know about berry bonds. Is that there's one for every Earth's like planet. But he they, may be lonely. They don't all play baseball. No. Their sole purpose is to play baseball. <laughs> and as soon as they start playing baseball, then they begin to age. But when they aren't playing baseball, they're just always 22. Okay. No, but uh, it's honestly, I, I hear what you're saying. So, and I, I think I track with that on a dumbed down level yeah as i am not as researched on this why are you st- what are you looking at me for what do you think i'm doing i think she wants to get in your lap oh she's playing with the cord but stop playing with the mic cord she doesn't seem intimidated by the spray bottle she will wait a second <laughs> so okay yeah yeah i feel that um so you think it's possible that there's some type of living existence yeah because i think and like to be frank because like we we we've we've we haven't really like completely danced around the subject like we're christians and whatnot and whatnot (laughs) (laughs) we believe in all religions but specifically but today but today we're christians (laughs) (laughs) so like we 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 believe in christian tenets but the idea that like my 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 idea is that if God's infinite and he can do what he wants, then like and he made the universe and kind of like allowed it to do what it's doing right now with his hand like guiding it and whatnot, then technically in the realm of possibility, that is a possibility. Whether or not it's happening or not, it could be, it couldn't be. Does it matter? Not really. <laughs> It doesn't matter if some planet, like, in the interior star system is, like, 
harboring some type of like bacterial life that yeah. doesn't matter to us another what's that gonna do another Barry Bonds yeah and and Barry Bonds he's very hungry that's why we haven't seen him in such a long time he's moved on Barry, Barry Bonds has moved on to other planets he's out he's on Mars right now so when people say like why haven't aliens reached out to us if they've been so close yeah. it's because he's Barry Bonds and he already knows about Earth he's tired of us yeah He's just kind of like checking in on things. Yeah. Like, has anyone broken my record? Nope. All oh, right. Oh, I forgot I took steroids. <laughs> has anyone broken my technical record? My record with an asterisk? <laughs> my, my record with a... You have to use steroids to break it. <laughs> uh, but like, no, I don't think there's like actual intelligent life. It's, it's fascinating, the idea that like... Um, like NASA on Mars, when they look at like the water samples using the rovers... They're like, there could have been uh, bacteria here because it looks like there could have been. And it's like, I mean, there could have been. That's a possibility. So what what would be the importance? Like, what if there was bacteria there? What does that mean? That Why is that of, significant? That's, uh, that's weird because it's like, it shows that Mars probably could sustain life, but it was like right enough outside or like there was something that happened at the same time that like the Earth was being formed. That like that would have happened. I'm talking in like scientific terms here, people. Um, but like if I think if if the Earth was formed at the same time as Mars, uh, and they were both harboring life at the same time, because like Earth is in that little sweet spot that I think it's called the Goldilocks zone, and then Mars is like right at the edge of it, like right before it starts being like I don't think we could do that here. Um it would mean that like life could happen on other planets because Mars is the closest one that we have because we thought the moon had life and then we learned the moon has no air. So, right. you know, air is important normally. To us. Yeah. But like, I don't know. <laughs> Why? Are we, let me ask you this. Quick side note. Why are we so focused on space when we have all this ocean? So, I think... It's because, so with the ocean, you have to deal with, like, gravity and water. And we know we don't do good with water. Okay. But with space, you can kind of calculate it a little easier. I mean, like, when I say a little easier, I literally mean a little easier. Because, like, you're putting, a like, for the lowest terms, you're putting a rocket in space. You're basically shooting something out of gravity to go into low gravity, and that's it. And you're just doing math to figure out where it goes and if it'll land here. That that's the the short. That's like the lowest amount of like information you have. That with like the ocean, it's not uniform. So like when you're in a space, when you're in a, the space station, a space shuttle, or like one of the rockets that they sent to the moon, you have to have like basically a pretty much uniform way of traveling like each one is kind of built the same with like air pressure and like all that stuff but with um water the air pressure or the water pressure really the pressure that's all around you in your like submarine what the heck are they doing they're just fighting in a box box. yeah she's in a box (laughs) the the pressure around you gets heavier and heavier the lower you get so you keep having to like have like uh, better pressure technology so that when you get like too low, your thing doesn't like crush you. 
Yeah. Because it'll crush you. It'll kill you. Oh, for sure. Not because of the drowning, just because of the pressure. Yeah. Because there's a lot so of much weight. weight on you. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's way more difficult to go down under the water than it is to go into space. Expensive? I, I don't know about that. But my, my, I don't know the money side of it. No, you're not. You're not familiar with the finances. No, 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 okay. no. I I went to space camp once, and they talked about that stuff, and I ignored it because did they really? Yeah, they really did. Space camp. They thought kids would be interested in that. Yeah, I mean, I was in like I think I was in like seventh grade, maybe like sixth or seventh, and like it wasn't. I was more interested in like why this planet do the thing it do. Yeah. I wasn't interested in like what's up with Pluto. The space station costs X amount of dollars, and each contributing country contributes like. Bleh, bleh, well, in 2006, bleh. we were under budget, and so we built this. Yeah, that sounds like a sentence. That sounds like a sentence that was given to me. Really? There was one time really? we were, oh. I was in the robotics like team or whatever, and we had to make a rover that was under a certain budget, which was fun. Until we had to present it, and then they, it was like, it was like a, like a airport with hidden fees, because they were like, mm. well, technically you have to blah, 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 taxes. And I'm like, I am 12. What do I know? <laughs> it, oh, and like everybody else knew about it. Really? And I was the only one that didn't know. Even the kid, who, the other kid who won the trip, he knew about it. And I was sitting there like, <laughs> I was sitting there like, you literally just gave us numbers and I added them together. That's all I did. <laughs> and then you went, and then they went, well, each one has a tariff on it because technically we get our aluminum from blah, 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 blah. And I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up. That's a space program, not aliens. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, do you want to read us a? Oh, an yeah, encounter. Me, I, I didn't. I, I didn't, an I didn't alien get there encounter. a second. I, yeah, yeah. No, you said good. Steel City you're Pops. Good. I changed the search to Steel City Pops. That's a popular. A lot of people go from Steel City straight to Alien Encounters. <laughs> it's just the natural thought train. Steel City Pops uh, is um, run by aliens, actually. Why is it? What's the Steel City? I always think it's Pittsburgh, but there's not even a Steel Birmingham. City. Birmingham. Birmingham is a Steel City. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because so it, that's where it's from. Yeah, it's from Birmingham. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, there's like, I think there's like five in Birmingham or the Birmingham area. Birmingham. Um, I know there's one in Huntsville. There's like, it's weird because I don't think there's as many in Alabama as there are in like some other states. But that's also because like Alabama cities are pretty like uniform in size. They're closer to each other than other places. Because like if you go to Georgia, it's like every other city and then suddenly Atlanta. And Savannah. And every other city's like... Macon. <laughs> Athens. Athens isn't that big. Valdosta. <laughs> I forget about Valdosta all the time. <laughs> Stayed there once. Why? We go to the beach. Uh, going to Jacksonville. Coming back from Jacksonville. We went to... That was the Tax Slayer Bowl. The Tax Slayer Bowl. And we... The game didn't end until probably five or six, maybe. In the morning? What? Why did I ask why that? Why did you ask that? I don't know why I asked that. And so we left after the game, and we were like, we don't want to drive all the way home. So we stopped in Valdosta. It's the last place between Florida and uh, Atlanta that you can stop in, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because whenever me and Hope are looking at um, 
what is it? We were looking at uh, where to go, where to stay whenever we are, uh, or stop whenever we're driving to Orlando, mm-hmm. coming soon, to go to Disney World. Yeah. Uh, Valdosta is one of the places we can stop. Disney or Disney? <laughs> Disney or Disney? 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 That didn't help. You can't get that tea. <laughs> Anyway, I'm looking it up. It's called the Flatwood Monster. And this is an alien? Yeah, it's supposed to be an alien. But he's a monster? Or she? It's supposed to be an alien. It's like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. There's a picture of it? Well, like an artist's rendition. Oh, rendering. It's, It's not surprising. It's in West Virginia. It all happens in West Virginia, man. Here's what it looks like. Looks like that. It kind of looks like a nun. It looks like a nun that was turned into the Ace of Clubs. Or <laughs> Spades, excuse me. It looks like it has a leaf on its head, too. It's also known as the Phantom of the Flatwoods. So uh, Flatwoods is a place in West Virginia? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a West, it's in Braxton County. And it was, follow, it was found in 1952, following the appearance of a bright object crossing the night sky. Nearly 50 years later, investigators concluded that the light was a meteor. No, that's ridiculous. And the creature was a barn owl. It's ridiculous. With shadows making it appear to be a large humanoid. That doesn't doesn't make any sense. It's like the the, the funniest one to me because like somebody saw it and it was like right in the middle of like UFO panic and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they were like, it's an alien. And they didn't think anything else about it. Yeah. They were just like, Alien, that's it, that's all. It's gotta be. And then they went, and then people were like, "What if it was like, nope, no, 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 nope, nope." This is fifties. It's alien. It's alien. You guys hear that radio program the other day? Alien. Yeah. You uh, you you see what happened to Roswell? Alien. Here. Alien. Aliens everywhere. Why they come to West Virginia? Not sure. Mountain mamas. Take me home. Country roads. Maybe maybe the gravity. Maybe John Denver is an alien. Is an alien. Could be. You know why? Why? He's not from West Virginia. His name's not Denver. What's his name? It's something like it starts with an A. It's a long name. Ahmedinejad. I don't believe so. His name is John Ahmedinejad. Yeah, yep, that's him, and he writes folk songs. I'm gonna look it up now. Why you? We gotta do that. John Abdul bin Samin. John Denver, man, he just lied about everything. Gosh, Fun well, fact, John- he did die in a plane crash. That's like a UFO alien type thing. Ah, uh, you think about they it. They got back at him. Whoa, they were like, "You're making the wrong music, man." That's how aliens talk, by the way. <laughs> like they're from the '60s. Yes, you're making the wrong the music, music, man. Okay, his last name doesn't start with an A, so, but it's Henry John Duchendorf Jr. That's his name. He's from Roswell, New Mexico. Is he really? Yeah. Are you, you're kidding. No. December 31st, 1943, born in Roswell, New Mexico. John Denver's an alien. He's an alien. John Denver's an alien. I'm convinced. I'm going to... Wait, wait, hold on. Forget the Flatwood monster. And his last name is Duchendorf. That's like John Denver. Here's the weird thing. Okay. Alien? So he's got... He has three children, it appears. Jesse Bell Duchendorf, and then Anna Kate and Zachary John Denver. Like, why did 
Why they all got different names? Like, did he disown Jesse Bell Duchendorf when he was like, I'm Denver now? Dude, there's a guy who's already onto this. Yeah. He says John Denver's an alien. What what's his theories? Let me see. Oh, it's a it's a failed re- the Roswell crash was a failed rescue attempt. For John Denver? To get John Denver back. Oh, back. Okay. And so much like Superman, the young alien was adopted into the family of Irma Louise Swope and Henry John Duchendorf Sr., an Air Force officer and possible co-conspirator. Wait, so he was adopted by the Duchendorfs? Mm-hmm. Okay. This could explain Denver's fascination with the Earth. His love of flying and that the fact that crash landings led to his death. Not also to admit that his ability to get along with the Muppets was surprising. I like how his logic is this guy loved Earth. He's got to be an alien. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating with Earth. Like, whoa, trees are cool. a lot of his music. Leaving on a jet plane. That was plane. the first one I thought of. Farewell Andromeda. Eclipse. I can't escape. Yeah. Looking for space. Baby, you look good to me tonight. We don't live here no more. Take me home, country roads. Yeah, country space. And if that's not enough, the recently uncovered, untouched up album cover for the essential Don Denver seems to make it clear. Here's to you, John Denver, you sweet, sweet alien who's bestowed your adopted plan with so much music. Live long and prosper. Now listen, okay. people, we thought that if an alien would come here like Superman, he would fight crime that he inadvertently created. Because that's how all superheroes are. They inadvertently create the crime that they have. Think about it. Tony Stark made six supervillains in the MCU. Because he was the first one. But, we didn't think that Superman would create fantastic music. All right. Well, I think that concludes this subject. Yeah, that concludes aliens. Yeah. We started with a scientific explanation. Of, a theological. Yeah, theological. Amusing. Scientific explanation of why aliens could and couldn't exist. And then we ended up uh, blowing your mind. Confirming. Because John Denver is, was an alien. It's. He's not dead. You think he's dead? Yeah, I think he's dead. No. He's definitely dead. No. No, no. They got back at him. Who did? The aliens. Oh. Wait, so they tried to rescue him? They tried to rescue him at the beginning, and then... They had such a good life that they were like... Yeah, they were like... No, no, he, he basically, like, became... They were like, he's he's not even he's not even an alien anymore. He's not one of us. He's a human. But they speak like... That's what Country Roads sounds like when you play it backwards. Is that really? No. That would be funny if we played country music, country roads backwards. That's actually what it sounded like. <laughs> it wouldn't sound good, but I'd be like, man, this is a, it's really weird. So you want to head up to our uh, secondary topic? Yeah, I do. You want to talk about? <laughs> you want to know actually why I, I thought of this? I do want to know why you thought of this. So the thing that they don't know what we're talking about yet. We watched Seven Samurai, right? We did. Yeah, we did, like a couple weeks ago. I think like three weeks ago. I was confirming, ago. we did. Yeah. Um, and I have been watching 
So that that movie was directed by Akira Kurosawa, the best Japanese director ever. Uh, depending on what you think, and um, I mean, some people could say Subjective. some people could say that Ozai is the best director. I don't think so. I think Kurosawa is a little bit better than Ozai, just because his movies are a little more entertaining. But that's about it. Um, Ozai is more artsy. He's like he like makes like kind of like movies that are like plays. Which like you know entertaining and whatnot, but whatever. Anyways, whatever. so I was watching some of his other movies, and I always forget that Kurosawa has a movie called Dreams. That's literally just like vignettes from his dreams that he wrote down. Mm. And it's like doesn't make any sense. It's super nonsensical, uh, but it's like kind of like weirdly beautiful. And I also watched a movie this year called Waking Life, mm-hmm. which is by Linklater, who made uh, School of Rock. <laughs> I'm trying to think of movies. The, the, the people know School of Rock and Bernie featuring Jack Black. Wow. Uh, but this movie does not feature Bernie's Jack Black. Bernie's really good. It's, it's rotoscope, so it's like live action footage animated to look sort of like live action footage, but they make it like all dreamy by changing colors and like styles and whatnot. Mm. And it's people talking about philosophy of like life and uh, knowledge, understanding, and just like the experience of being human. And so it's very weird. And so it made me continually think like, are dreams just nonsense? (laughs) That like have like a philosophical meaning, but Mm -hmm. like also are like super weird. Because you always think about like people are like, I had a dream that it was my history test and I didn't have any pants on. Or, um, I I had a friend in high school who, he had this reoccurring dream that a lobster kept chasing him. Nice. I'm like, like, why? Like, one, why specifically that lob, like a lobster? Yeah. Why not like a crab or a crawfish or like any other form of crustacean? Mm -hmm. Or an isopod even. Like, why a lobster? What does that mean? What are you afraid of lobster? He wasn't afraid of lobster. Okay, but it's just one of those You're things. Afraid of the sea? No, he liked the ocean. Is he afraid of uh, deadliest catch? Hmm? Maybe. Or micro? I'd be. Afraid Is he afraid of, of micro? micro? I'd be afraid of micro. Micro does all the dirty jobs that we don't want to do. Well, he... so he he has gained more power <laughs> than the average human. Sure, sure. So you want to talk about dreams? Yeah, I have weird dreams. Okay, I, like I don't. Sometimes I go to sleep and like I have dreams, but they're like recollections of the day, just like through through a different lens. So like I'll think of something that happened that day, but then somehow it becomes like slightly fantastical. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I have these weird like, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it, <laughs> like, uh. I have no idea what's going on, but at the same time, I have every idea of what's happening. I don't know why it's happening. Okay. I don't know where I am, but I'm there. Okay. You know what I mean? No. Okay. I honestly don't, but I'm excited to learn. So I'm gonna try I'm trying to think of a couple of dreams I've had. Sure. I told you before about the reoccurring nightmare that I used to have as a child. With but- the talking cricket and the talking mantis that came have I never told you about this? No, you haven't. So as a kid uh, before my little brother was born, uh, me and my older brother had separate rooms. Um, and so uh, when I would be in my bed, I go to sleep and I, I think of that I woke up 
and I would hear this like knocking on my closet door and on my window Mm -hmm. and they would open up and out of my window would come a cricket and out of my closet door would come a praying mantis and they could talk, Mm -hmm. but they didn't talk with like their mandibles. They had human mouths and it was terrifying. What was the like feel of the dream? Like obviously that would be scary if you're a kid, but did you feel like, oh, this is a unsafe place to be? Yeah. Okay. Because they always kept talking to me. And I don't remember like stuff they said, but I remember like the vibe and the vibe was like that they wanted me to come with one of them and both of the places were awful. Mm. And so like I couldn't choose. And so I would do that. I, I remember seeing it on an episode of Arthur where Arthur was in like a nightmare and he closed his eyes really hard. Yeah. And then he got out. And so that's what I would do. But sometimes it didn't work. And there was like, then when I got older, I would have these dreams, but then I would eventually run out the, my like room door. Yeah. But it wouldn't lead to my house. It would also, we moved at this point. Okay. So I would be in my old childhood room, like as a kid. Mm -hmm. And then I would run out of the, the room and I would be in this like, did you ever go? So you went to Magic Kingdom, right? I don't know. I was five. I mean, have you seen have you seen videos of Magic Kingdom? Mm, probably. Okay. So this I'm gonna explain this, uh, but people might know what I'm talking about. There's this place called the Crystal Garden, and it is a restaurant where you can meet Hundred Acre Woods characters. Yeah. Christopher Robin. Not except for him. Oh. Everybody but Christopher Robin. Well, come on. <laughs> um. But you can meet them, and it's like it looks like it, no, it's a Crystal Palace. That's it, and it looks like a giant greenhouse. Like the whole ceiling is made out of glass, mm-hmm. and it's like got like scaffolding and stuff, and there's plants everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I would run out and I'd enter there, but there'd be a gazebo in the middle for some reason, and in that gazebo, there'd always be this like guy in a suit. And whenever I would talk to him, it would, like, make my, like, heart sink with, like, weird, like, guilt feeling. Hmm. And then I would try and wake up. And then one time I did that, and he, like, put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, you can't wake up. And I didn't. (laughs) And then I woke up later. Okay. Eventually (laughs) eventually you woke up. I'm still in that nightmare right now. Huh. Who am I? Okay. Yeah. That's one of my childhood dreams. Do my interpretation of this? Okay, so I can, I don't yet have an interpretation for that one. The first one, the cricket and the praying mantis. So in this dream, you wake up in your bed. Yeah, 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 and it's still nighttime. Right, right, right. I slept with the light on, though. Okay. We've, we've discussed this. So the room is light in your dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you know, like where it's dark, but you have a lamp on? Mm-hmm. Like that. Okay. So here's what I think. I think the cricket and the praying mantis represent fears that you have of the cricket represents silence okay um or but it's it's like it's maybe it could be more specific it could be like boredom it could be uh you know you think of in terms of like a comedian when you someone makes a joke and you hear crickets that means people don't like it they don't like you so maybe it's a fear of not being liked okay okay and so this is the voice that comes in and, and it tells you that thing, you know, like it's maybe it's speaking more like, hey, people don't like you. Okay. 
Okay. Now, the praying mantis represents religion <laughs> because <laughs> it prays. And so I think, um, I don't know, th- there's probably some, th- there was some uh, uh, a faith-based fear within that. Uh-huh. Of, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. It is all speculation, of course, and uh, yeah, I don't know enough about your psyche to know uh, what, uh, you know, that could be. Um, but, you know, I think it could be fear of, uh, you know, oh, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not doing this right, you know? Like, maybe maybe this isn't real. Maybe none of this is real, you know what I mean? Uh, and so I think that's the, hey, man, hey, hey, none of this is real, man. So, so what you're saying is, is if I had chosen to go with the cricket, I would have been lonely for eternity. But if I went with the praying mantis, I would have gone to hell. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you would have gone to hell. Whoa, whoa. Hold on now. No, I'm saying so. Oh, because they were trying to get you to go places. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to get me. To go I with think them. they were trying to get you to go to a place where you believed either that no one likes you uh-huh. with the cricket, uh-huh. or um, that God is not real. <laughs> but then when you go through the bedroom door, uh-huh. you're rejecting both of those ideas. And I'm going to Disney World. Exactly. But Satan's there. In a suit. Yeah, in a gazebo. In a gazebo. I don't know why he's in a gazebo. The gazebo thing is always the thing that stands out to me. Really? Yeah, it's super weird. Like, why as a kid did I think that Satan would be in a gazebo? So it was that. Also, why did I think Satan would be in, like, the restaurant that I enjoyed a lot at yeah. Disney World. So was that your interpretation of this man, that he was like the devil? I'm pretty sure he was because it, it always made me feel weird whenever I woke up. Yeah. Like it was like one of those sleep paralysis things. Mm. But like it wasn't sleep paralysis. It just I didn't want to move. Okay. Because I could. Yeah, yeah. And I did. But I didn't want to. Do you remember your conversations with the suit man? With the suit man? Yeah. Gazebo uh, suit man? I would say things like, of course I can wake up. Or definitely I can wake up or like go away. Stuff like that. That's what he would say? I don't remember exactly the conversation. Oh, that's what you would say to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't remember any of this? He would say scary things. Oh, okay. One time, one time, except there was one time uh, the dream happened again and uh, I went there and there was the gazebo, but in the gazebo (sighs) was Squidward. Mm. I thought that was weird. Here's Okay, I have an idea of what, was this man bald? No, he was like the personification of shadow. Could you see him? Yeah. Like, like, okay. like a human? So for like none of our listeners out there. Yeah, yeah. it's just for you and me. Uh, there is. Just forget we're even on a podcast right now. There is a character in, uh, what is it? In My Hero Academia, an anime show that I watch. And he, that's not the right guy. Uh, here he is. He's like a shadow, like he's made out of like living shadow and he can make portals. Mm. And that was like the f- closest thing that I could think of to what he looked like. He kind of looked like that. Okay. Yeah. Except uh, he had a suit on and not a, uh, like a vest. Yeah. 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 He was terrifying. Huh. Uh, I would say well, he was an old man. No, he was just a dude. No, oh, I think he said he was old. No, 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 he wasn't an old man. He was a dude. Okay. Some dude. I don't know. He didn't talk with an old man voice. He talked with a dude voice. Here's what I think. I think, Luke, you have... I think this is again a fear. Uh, everything in dreams is fear. Um, nothing is happy. Nothing, nothing is, is happy. Good. Well, in nightmares. 
Uh, I think I happy there's a fear you have happy nightmares. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that in a second. I think this is the fear of um, of you, so a suit yeah. might represent um, adulthood, okay, or formality. You know, okay. being formal, yeah, being professional. Uh-huh. I think you fear that because you think <laughs> when that when you become that, you lose yourself. Uh-huh. You're now just a shadow. Uh-huh. There's no recognizable feature. You are now like everybody else. And that's at the root of of your fear. The gazebo, um, I don't know. I still don't know. Not sure. Like, like, I, you have a fear of of parts of the. It's an illusion because it's like, oh, I'm protected from the elements, but I'm still outside, and you don't like being lied to. And a gazebo <laughs> is just a lie. A gazebo is a house with no walls. Exactly. Man, I I'm killing this. <laughs> the gazebo thing is the one that always bothered me. <laughs> Cause like, like I can think of everything else, and I was like, that's probably just like fears and stuff. Yeah. But why was there a gazebo? <laughs> it's a lie. Do you want to hear about another dream I had? Um, can I share it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can share it. Okay. I just uh, thought I I just thought of one that I had as a kid only once, and it's like. Weirded me out of it. Fair enough, fair enough. So the only recurring dream I really have um, where it's like the exact same situation every time or the same premise. Because sometimes, I mean, I have recurring dreams. Like there'll be things that pop up in it. Like sometimes I have- It's like light motifs. Sometimes I have a dream about like there's snakes or whatever. I don't really like snakes. Um, You don't like snakes? Not really. Snakes are cool. I I don't like when they're there and I don't know them. Oh, oh. I don't know them. Hey, it's Bill. Hey, it's Bill. Hey, Luke. I don't know why Bill sounds like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, you're interested in going and getting a Coca-Cola? Uh, I'm going to a Lakers game. Let's stop at a 7-Eleven along the way. Uh, some what is going on? So the only recurring dream I have, other than Jack Nicholson and snakes... Wait, no, Jack Nicholson is a snake. Uh, the, only, the only recurring dream I have is... I may have talked about this. I... Did theater uh, for ten years, uh-huh. from I guess second grade to twelfth grade, and I I, I feel I, mean, I feel like I was a decent actor. I was good at like I would get my lines memorized, and I was good at memorizing them and saying them. I did good at that. Uh, so the the recurring dream I have is that I'm back in that theater group, and I'm about to go on stage. Right. And at that moment, I realize I never. I never remembered my lines. You never. I never memorized them. them. Never learned them, because usually it's uh oh yeah it's like it's present day, and it's like oh I remember when I did this play. Yeah. This was the importance of being earnest or whatever. <laughs> that was one of them, not too long ago. Uh, I did that in my senior year, and it's like oh yeah I can do this because I did that six years ago. Yeah. But then I get there and realize, oh, but I forgot to actually go back and relearn the lines again. Yeah, like do like a big refresher on them. Yeah. Um, and so I'm backstage and I'm nervous. And here's the interesting thing is now I've gotten to the point where I'll recognize in the dream like, oh, no, this is a dream. This happens once a quarter. But then I'll think in the dream, no, but I think this is the real the real thing now. I'm pretty sure. Like it's I have the thought immediately of, no, this is a dream. But then after that, I'm like, nah, this is this is totally real. So I go on, and 
usually what happens is before I get to the point where I start fumbling through my lines, someone else messes up. And at that point, it's like it doesn't matter anymore because now we just have to like stop the scene. Essentially, so it's it's a nightmare that solves itself. Exa- yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like there's it's just like <laughs> you have like a fear of like losing your lines and being un- unworthy, but then suddenly it's like, oh, it's not my problem anymore. Yeah, I didn't mess this thing up for everyone. It's not even a fear anymore. It's just like it's like. Your brain is like recognizing that you have a fear of like failing and then suddenly be like, but somebody else might yeah. fail. Someone else like, as long as you don't fail first, it's all good. I wonder if like dreams that you don't remember are like, like I was having a driving exam and I completely forgot how to drive, but then somebody hit one of the instructors. <laughs> so I did okay. <laughs> they just gave me my license. Like, well, you did better than that guy. <laughs> and that's the bar we're going off of today. <laughs> Whether or not you ran into a human. <laughs> I just... <coughs> I can't breathe. Oh, my gosh. Huh. Or, like, like uh, <laughs> you're doing... A, you're, like, just about to start a race, mm-hmm. a cross-country race. And as at the beginning, you're like, oh, I can't, I don't remember how to run. But then some dude just explodes. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm good. Perfect. Yeah. Problem <laughs> solved. I do feel like that. maybe that's, It's. I think it's a peek into the way I think, though. Because it's like, so? if I have anxiety or fear. You're just hoping somebody else does it first? No, usually I'm like, eh, it'll work itself out. Yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> I don't need to fix it. It'll just like, it'll. something will happen. That so, th- this is this is nothing to do with dreams. This made me think of it. So when I was in biology uh, last year for uh, college, not for fun, mm-hmm. um, uh, I was in it with two of my housemates, and we used to like study independently, and then just go take the test. But then we realized that our professor was super weird about tests and had bad tests, mm-hmm. so we didn't do so hot. But um, we eventually realized that we shouldn't just like leave it to the elements. And so the way that we began to study was w- <laughs> two of us would start playing Smash Bros. <laughs> and then the other one would start reading us questions. Okay. And then we would answer the questions while we were playing Smash so that whenever we got to the test, we'd suddenly start remembering it as we are doing it because we're like, oh, yeah, I did a really cool move right there. <laughs> That's why the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Just like that. Yeah. I don't know. That made me think of that. Okay, so I'm trying to think of more dreams that like you can actually interpret because that one's just like. Do you want to hear about this I, dream that yeah, I just remembered? Exactly, yes. Go so for it. So it's like super simple. I was at my grandma's house, um, and I was sitting in the room that she had for us, and she used to have this, like, CRTV in there, and, um, what are they doing? This is insane. They decided to fight while we're doing the podcast. I've never had so much fun. Um, but, uh, so, she had this TV, and, uh, she had a, it was like one of those ones that had a VCR in the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, 
I had put in a VCR, and it was like an unmarked tape. And <laughs> 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 this is awesome. Grab it in these parts out. I don't think no. No, of course not. Okay, so uh, so Pebbles <laughs> got in a box not to a hide box. from Roxy, and Roxy just pounced into the box and hit Pebbles, and, and now they're tail. staring at each other. I think <laughs> Pebbles is like completely covered by the box, and so so I put in this unmarked tape, and Gumby starts playing on TV. Okay, now. Uh, I am an adult now, and I'm not afraid of claymation at all. I've even watched Gumby. Gumby doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. It didn't even scare me as a kid. But I, I put Gumby in, and it was like a normal Gumby episode. And then at one point, I laughed, and then like the whole episode like stopped. You have offended Gumby. Yeah, Gumby turns and looks at the TV, and he goes, Don't laugh. And then, like, I didn't know what to do. I'm getting like goosebumps thinking about it because mm-hmm. it has it had this this dream has instilled this like fear for me. I'm afraid of TVs without anything on them, just terrifying. Like when they're on, yeah. and there's nothing on the TV, right. not like white noise. No, I get you. It's just like terrifying. just a TV that's off. No, a TV that's on. It's on, but it has a blank screen. Oh, it's just blank. Yeah. Okay. It terrifies me. That's why I like that. Uh, Chromecast. Now TVs say. Uh, uh, input not detected because it doesn't scare me. But good. Uh, so I was like, I didn't know what to do, and then Gumby like continued the episode, and then I laughed again, and then he like looked at me and he went, "You don't get to laugh," and then he like crawled out of the TV like the girl from The Ring, mm-hmm. and then he grabbed me and dragged me into the TV, and then I woke up. What was that experience like being dragged into the TV? Um, have you ever been dragged? Mm, maybe by your legs. Uh, maybe I probably. It feels like that, but then uh, suddenly you feel electronic. Ah. Yeah, and then I well I, I was have be- been electronic. I before. was also becoming clay. Electronic clay. Electronic clay. Yeah. Nice. But it was ugh, makes me scared now. I don't like Gumby, though. Yeah. He scares me. But Gumby has a movie that I want to watch. Oh, does he? Yeah. But I, I'm not going to laugh at it. Because I know what he'll do. You're not supposed to. He's terrifying. You don't get to laugh. Um, Man, I had a dream. I'm trying to think of what... Yeah, I had this dream the other night. Um, I don't remember much about it. It's not really a story so much. Here's what happened. Is it a vent? More of a picture. Oh, okay, okay. I walked into a store, mm-hmm. and it was laid out like Target, mm-hmm. but it was small and mm-hmm. felt kind of Hispanic. Like the store itself. I don't mean like the shoppers were Hispanic. I just mean it felt like... Like, like, a, like a Mexican grocery store. Yeah, exactly. Like a supermercado. Yes. Okay. It, but like laid out like a Target, but that size, like smaller, tighter, right? but just like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get you. And uh, I walk in, I look to the right, and there's three people I know. One is my friend Josh, and he's checking out. And in the cart, he has his older brother, my friend Jesse. Is he checking Jesse out? It would appear that that is what is happening. So he just bought his brother. I think so. Uh, Well, he's not like... 
he didn't buy him. He is in line to, I guess, pay for his brother. I don't know. Okay. And then, um, just ahead of them in the other line, I see my brother is in the cart. And there's just a stranger pushing that cart. I don't know who that is. So Jacob. Yeah. Is in a cart. Uh huh. Like Jesse. And somebody is buying him. I guess I didn't get the vibe that they're like buying these people though. They're repurchasing. No. I don't know if they're exchanging money for these people. I feel like it's just like I put you in a cart and now we're leaving through the checkout line. What if they're buying something else? I think that's what it was. And they're in the cart like like little kids are. Yeah, that was more the vibe. Okay. Is there anything else going on? I then I just went and shopped. So it is a former target turned supermercado. Mm-hmm. And smaller. So it's like a like a city target. Sure. Yeah. Turned supermercado. For some reason. See. And uh both older brothers are in carts. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I don't know how to think about that. You don't have any inclining of what that means? No, not at all. That that's like because like some dude is like holding your brother in a cart. Did you know this dude? No. Oh, might have been a woman. I don't know. It was just the person. It was a vague. Any, I don't remember anything. Of a human. It was brain. just like you know how like just like crowds of people look in a dream. It was just like that. Oh like yeah. There's just people that. checking out. I hate whenever like sometimes in dreams it's like crowds of people, but then sometimes it's crowds of people you actually know, and then you're like, oh, I don't like this. It's mm. like I see your face. Yeah. Did you ever have a dream no. where you um uh like there was somebody that you didn't like and then you had this dream and you woke up and you had a crush on them for like a day as like a kid? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Those were the weirdest things to me. I had a couple like that and they were just super weird. And I don't know why they happened. I think as a 13-year-old, I had problems. <laughs> like all 13-year-olds. Well, no, no. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Not like not like you guys are like weird, which you are. Yeah, you're very weird. Uh, or that but you, so was I. You don't make sense. Which you, you don't. don't. You don't make any sense. But uh, you don't even make sense it's to more yourself. or less that you're just 13. And that's just your problem. That's just it's being thirteen. Maybe maybe your brothers being in the cart was showing that you have something to give them. I don't know. Okay. Maybe does does wait, which one's the one that was pushing the cart? It's Josh. Josh, my friend Josh, yeah. So does Josh help Jesse do anything? I guess. Is Jesse awkward? No. Hey, I don't know. Maybe. No, 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 no. That becomes a Christ metaphor way too quick. Um, <laughs> uh, it's maybe that represents the Trinity. Joss and Jesse on the cross. They were the two robbers on either side. Ah, yes. And the strange man was Jesus. Well, what's, and your brother Jacob? is Peter. Oh, okay. No, your brother's John. Oh. Your brother is John. Okay. And whoever was checking them out was Mary, the mother of Jesus. And so the guy pushing Jacob was like, Jesus. Take care of this woman now? 
Yeah, he was like giving him because I'm leaving the store. Yeah, he's like I'm leaving this store, <laughs> and uh, yeah, 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 that's what that would right. be why J- Josh and Jesse are doing that too. Like, they're no, the wait, 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 no, 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 no. Uh, one of them is the robber on the other side who doesn't go to heaven. Okay, and the other one is the one that does. Okay, so Josh goes to heaven. Yeah, because he's pushing the cart, and Jesse dies, and. Goes to heck. But why? <laughs> but why is Jacob in the cart and he's not dying? Okay, good point. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No, 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 wait, wait. Maybe. Maybe. I got this. I got this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm holding. Okay, wait, wait. Yep. Josh is James, the brother of Jesus. Okay. And Jesse is Peter. Okay. Yeah. Because James is the first one to die. And Peter's like the rock of the church. Yeah. I don't know. I'm losing steam. Here. And then, but and then Jacob's still John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. he's still John, and so he's staying to help because John and Peter are the two big, the big head honchos. Yeah, yeah. In like church stuff. Sure. And then the strange man is Jesus, and he's pushing John because he's gonna talk to John later. Okay. Stop um, scratching things. Yeah, that, that doesn't. That still doesn't really make sense. But no, no, no. Uh, it's a dream. It's not supposed to. Oh, well, well, I <laughs> said that a long time ago. Do, you, do we have time? Because I, I have another dream. How long? Yeah, sure. Why not? Do, do you want me to? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. It'll be a little longer episode today. That's so, fine. Uh, I had this dream, and uh, if any of my friends ever listen to this podcast, they'll know about it. So I had this dream that. Me, so it was it was me, my friend Philip, my friend Corey, and this other guy uh, that we know named Jake were at a wedding. And we were all really weirded out. And Lane was there. I forgot about Lane. Okay. We were all really weirded out because we we're like, whose wedding is this? And then our friend Jackson walks in, and he's getting married, and it's Jackson's wedding. So we're we're in this wedding, and then. Down walks the bridesmaids, and there are friends, Cammy, Spring, and then there are two others that I don't remember now. I think one of them might have been Avery. I don't know. But then our friend Bethany walks down the aisle, and she's getting married to Jackson, which is wacky because they don't even like each other like that. They never have. Wow. Super weird. But. The best part of the dream. Uh-huh. Best part of the dream. Uh-huh. One of our former youth pastors named John Busk, the lights go down, lasers come up, smoke fills the, the chapel, and then you hear, y'all ready for this? And John Busk jumps in off of like a rope. Yeah. And then he kicks down the doors behind him. Don't remember why that happened. And he has an eagle. And he throws the eagle into the air. And the eagle like does a circle around the entire yeah, it's, chapel. It's like it's war eagle happening in the chapel. It's amazing. And then John like jogs down. Like you see you've seen that episode of The Office where uh Andy is having that like business seminar. Yeah. And Kevin like jogs down the aisle. Right, right. That's what he's doing. He's jogging up and down the aisles. Mm-hmm. And then he finally gets down there. And then 
uh, are that song ends, and then um, the uh, "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" song begins. The do 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 do, like the yeah. heat sound. Yeah, yeah. And the eagle lands on John Busk's shoulder, and John Busk isn't officiating the wedding. The eagle is, and then it was a normal wedding. It was super dope. Oh, and there were pyrotechnics at the end. Mm. Yeah, it was super cool. As there should be at yeah. every wedding. Uh, but whenever I had that dream, uh, I immediately, uh, at the next time that we were all together, I told everybody that dream. Mm-hmm. And then it was a joke for like maybe two or three years, mm-hmm. maybe two and a half actually, that Jackson and Bethany were going to get married. But uh, they are not because Bethany's getting married in a month. Mm. So, yeah. My dream didn't come true. I wish it did. That would have been a great well, dream. Not all dreams come true. No. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we conclude this day's episode. Do you not have a reading on that? Oh, you want me to give a read? Just just give, yeah. it, give, give a... You don't have to give a read on the fact that my friends are getting married. Okay. I want to read on why... Uh, why John? Mainly, you just want to know about John Busk and the Eagle. Yeah, I want to know why. Why I think John Busk is coming down like through a helicopter. What was it? Was as a youth pastor, was he pretty anticky? You know. Yeah. Like he was all about the the theatrics. Kinda. Well, he would say fun things. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think I mean that's just like, do you think highly of this person? Yeah. So I think it's it's one of those things. It's like, this guy was already pretty. You know, like. Hey, I'm here. John Busk is here, right? But now I kicked it up to like 20. But and because in your subconscious you're like, "Man, I love this man. Like I look up to this guy. He's my hero or whatever." Then, yeah, it's a wedding and it's a celebration. You're like, "This is what this is what <laughs> it should be. This is what it should be like, you know." But why is the eagle officiating the wedding? Dad, dad, you gone to an Auburn game recently? No, I've never been Have to an Auburn game. Have you watched an Auburn game recently? No. The Iron Bowl. Was the Iron Bowl in Auburn that year? No, it was in Alabama. Okay. It was in Al- yeah, it was in Alabama that year because okay. that would be my freshman year. But you like Eagles? I, I I enjoy the occasional Eagle. Okay. They're they're not the they're you know, they're not the best meat, but <laughs> Oh gosh. So uh you know, typically a wedding has doves. Oh so I think I think this was just you maybe you were nostalgic for Alaska, and you were like, well, an Alaska wedding would have eagles because we have more e- eagles than doves there. So, and, but this is a golden eagle. Okay, I I am, I am nostalgic for for what bald are they eagles doing? for an eagle. No, because it, it was a golden eagle. It wasn't a bald eagle. Okay. It was a golden eagle. Hmm. Which aren't in Alaska, right? Okay. Had no, you... no, no. Golden eagles are in Alaska. Okay. No, but I was thinking like, this is. I know this was a golden eagle, because when he landed, he said his name, and his name was something. The golden eagle. Mm. Uh, as a placeholder, I'm going to say Barry. Barry the golden eagle. Hello, I'm Barry the golden eagle. And he officiated the wedding. He officiated the wedding. And yeah. he didn't do it in like with eagle puns or like bird puns, where he didn't say anything like yeah. foul language. Like that. Really? Like that. Really? He didn't say it. I'm just saying, like, that's a bad pun. That would have happened. But he didn't. He just, like, did it. Like, he he went, uh, here, uh, we have the pleasure to gather today to uh, celebrate 
the holy union of these two in love. And then he like gave like a gospel thing. Right. And then like he did the vows and everything. And then it ended. And oh, no, I do remember how it ended. Uh, John Busk then went reception time and then uh, fireworks. I think in a chapel. In a chapel. I think John Busk is an American hero. Yes. And he should officiate every wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, his eagle should. <laughs> right. I think the eagle represents freedom. And the ultimate freedom is marriage. <laughs> and uh that's so terrible uh, to laugh at. And uh <laughs> um yeah, I th- you know, uh because when you get married, you're spreading your wings and you're flying, you're leaving the nest. And uh starting something new. It's the American dream. And John that Busk is, is, American is America. <laughs> so half of this was like this weird speculative like future where it's yeah. like my friends are getting married right but the other half is like america it's a patriotic metaphor <laughs> and an admiration piece of john busk i think i think what we should do is we should make a short film of this wedding that i had a dream of yeah uh but first we have to find a chapel that allows fireworks and also has a roof hole and we need a helicopter and we need to be able to descend down the helicopter. And a golden eagle. And yes, but there's a golden eagle at the zoo. Perfect. We Mammoth, got Mammoth Cave. Is there one in Mammoth Cave? Yeah, he just flies around. Or she. He we or got, she. Well, we got to pay him. So like. Yeah. Gosh. All right. So uh, next week we will be taking we will be doing a Way FM donation thing where every ten minutes we say, "Hey, give us money." Telephone. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. A telephone. Yeah. And you need to give us money for the short film that we're making. All right. And what's it going to be called? Um, America the Buscaful. All right. Luke, have a good trip to St. Louis. He's going to St. Louis. We oh, yeah. I'm going to St. Louis. Have a good trip. You too. See you next fall. What? <laughs>